Welcome to the Programmatic Digest podcast, y'all. Welcome, welcome. I am excited to talk to y'all today. It is the end of the year. This is the last podcast of 2021. Woo, woo. I wanted to take a few minutes to sincerely, sincerely thank you for being such a great supporter of the podcast. Today's conversation is going to be short, but I will talk about 2021 in review. We're going to highlight key takeaways from the podcast so far. We're going to talk about the challenges I went through. Um, and then we're going to talk about some numbers because we are pitching for sponsorship. And so by the end of this pod, you will be aware of the podcast by numbers, the growth that we've experienced in 2021. Um, you will be able to understand a few things. Yes, there is a potential sales pitch at the end of the podcast. So if you don't want to hear it, you should probably not listen to the pod, but I would encourage you to listen to it because then you, you have been listening for a while. So I would want to share the growth and the support and what your support have been doing with, uh, you know, the transformation that's happened in 2021. And yes, we will talk about the programmatic meetup and some of the services I offer, but the goal of this podcast is to give you a and a different angle into what the Programmatic Digest podcast is really about. So during this pod, I'll be sharing some numbers. It's going to be a few numbers thrown at you, but if you are not following, that's okay. Just head over to the YouTube channel. I'll have, I'll be sharing my screen for a few minutes just to actually give you a view into our pod, uh, podcast media host, like literally the, the podcast by the numbers, the amount of downloads we got so far, the per episode, you know, things that you may want to know, like, hey, what does it take to start a podcast and what are good numbers, what are bad numbers, right? So I'll go over some of that. Another thing that I'll go over is um, the growth and uh, the journey. I'll share my journey. I'll tell you for real, for real, what it's, what does it take? <laughs> what does it take to be a podcaster nowadays? Uh, but yeah, so let's get into it. Let's get into it. So um, thank you so much again for joining. I have this version on YouTube. Um, whenever I will start sharing my screen, I'll literally tell you I'm currently sharing my screen and this is what you're going to look at. Um, so that if you are listening to the actual audio, you'll be able to, um, you know, refer to it during the videos or on our social media. So I'm Ellen Parker. If you don't know, if this is the first time you hear the podcast, welcome, 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 welcome. I'm hella hyped to receive you, to uh, to just be part of your the next 30 minutes with you. I am a programmatic media coach. What is that? It means that I work with agency partners and I get to help them become more efficient and I get to help them become happier, like for real, for real. I I come in uh, working for agency partners, like I mentioned, and would love to work with brands as well. Um, and so I come in, I assess, I do like a good QA, almost like when you hire business analysts and then they go through everything that might not be working well for you at the moment. And so I do the same thing specifically for the paid media department or the programming Program media, programmatic media department. <laughs> and I assess uh, things from operational workflow. What does that mean? It means like literally from the process of selling the client into onboarding the client into that final report, end of campaign report, of course, while managing and optimizing for, based on KPIs and performance. So I'll go through all this process and I assess the, the efficiency of things. And usually agency only 30% efficient. What does that really mean? And I'm only bringing it that to you so I can give you the perspective because we're all data-driven here. So you understand what I mean by 30%, okay? That means that out of 10 clients, only three have been really, really, uh, you know, really successfully onboarded or within, you know, with the team not being frustrated because processes, because this email has this information and I have to go and fish this information from this different email. And then you have to go into SharePoint and share drive or share drive and the drive is off shared with everybody. Anyway, just to say, uh, give you some examples. So if this is you, um, give me a call. Like 
I can help you within three months. Uh, I can help implement in the first month we go through everything, of course. And then the second and third month, that's when we really implement the change. And the C word is not always welcome with the team. So I bring in tools from a human perspective, okay? This is programmatic, yes, but I bring in tools that I've learned and I continue learning, like I'm gonna get certified in DEI next year, that's one of the goals, and I'll talk about it a little bit more, but I'm bringing additional tools to just understand what really makes the team thrive. Retention is about a team that is challenged correctly, Y'all, being challenged by your supervisor, by the workload, the workflow does not mean overwhelmed, does not mean stressful. Hello, that that is not what I'm trying to say here. Uh, but challenge enough that you are pushed outside of your comfort zone in terms of like critical thinking, in terms of like, I've never done this before. This is scary, but let me try. Um, we want to think... Um, we want to think, uh, you know, like FOMO, it's, 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 it goes back to the mindset of FOMO versus JOMO, right? The joy of missing out versus the fear of missing out. So that's what I do with my agency partners. And I am using the podcast as a tool to continue serving this community, whether it's the agency level, whether it's the individual level. I just want to help y'all. Like there are options for you outside of your your partners your dsc partners to to be able to receive a non-biased uh opinion a non-biased professional expert opinion i've been working in this industry for 10 years and building a department for other agencies like past agencies of mine like literally have always worked in a startup mode for some reason i don't know why i've always ended in startup mode but then i realized that even if you're 10 years in you're still struggling with some things and and i've come to to assess the common denominator provided tools and automation to help the the agency uh, address so that the team spend less time fishing for things the team spends less time looking or uh, there's a clear communication between sales, account management, ad ops, and the programmatic ninja, and the reporting, and the creative. So all of this is addressed when I work with you. And we can do it between three to six months, depending on how flexible and how much and how um, how uh, disciplined we are in the process, of course. Good. But uh, but yeah, so that's that's what I do. I just help it, uh, clients become more efficient. That's all. And um, while we do that, I also make sure to have one-on-ones with programmatic ninjas to not only help them become more efficient from an operational workflow perspective, but also from looking from a campaign perspective. So I help them look at different provide that different pair of uh, that different perspective in terms of like, if you're usually optimizing this way, have you thought about this? Oh, you know what? I have, I have this template that can help you automate year to date, month to date, week over week. Um, very often, like and this is a simple thing that comes up very often with the agency that I work with, um, that those people are really smart. Like everybody I worked with are even smarter than I am. All they need is uh, somebody to let them know, like, yo, you already, you know what you're doing. You do shit. You, you got this. Uh, let's look at this different angle. What do you think? Okay. How do we implement it? Have you implemented it? Are you still implementing such thing? You know, uh, something as easy as like week over week, um, percentage, something as easy as when you look at it, looking at data, are you answering those three questions? What happened? So what? And then what? So what happened? So what happened when you're looking at the data? What happened with this data? Is it a drop, a decrease week over week, month over month, depending on what you're looking at? Is it uh, outstanding performance? What happened? So what What does that mean for the client? So what? So what we have this change? Um, the so what should always answer the, the next part after talking about the data and the metrics and all that jazz is really the so what question. You have to answer now that we know that the data have uh, performed this way. This is what we should, this is why it is important. So what? And then what? So now that we know this performance, now that we know why it's important or that, you know, I call it so what, but it's almost like a, why is it important for us? And what happened for real, for real? What are we going to do with that information? Well, we're going to go ahead and implement these next steps, or we're just going to go ahead and 
um, monitor, especially from a week a week performance uh, perspective. Sometimes you just want to monitor to make sure you have like at least two to three weeks to make intelligent data driven decision. But sometimes you have to make those decisions on the week to week. So those are just the different, like these were just example I wanted to throw um, here in my introduction about what I do to clarify that I offer consulting, yes, but my day-to-day, -day, what makes me happy is to be able to be part of a team that is really trying to spend less time in front of a computer and more time with their family, period. Like what we do does not define who we are in that's it. Yeah, you know, if you're a supervisor listening to this, like, oh, wow, yeah. Well, this, this is what it is, you know. Uh, this is just a phase of your life, and I'm just trying to make sure that this phase of your life is uh, as as smooth as it can be. And it can be. It can be stressless. It can be less overwhelming. We can fight the B word, the burnout <laughs> phase that we're going through. We learn, like, leaders, we will have to invest in our people. But anyway, so... Um, 10 minutes in and I've been renting. Actually, it's not a rent. I think it's very important that you understand why I continue to have this podcast. Not most podcasts are done within two years. We're going on three. Wait, three. If you're on YouTube, you saw that I pointed out two instead of three when I said three. But three years now of can of just greatness. So let's talk about some of the key takeaways from this past year. What we've really implemented has been consistency from episode publishing. Every single week we were able to, we published a new episode and he's shown in the growth. So I'm about to show you the media host in a few seconds here. Um, what I've also learned to do is delegating. I hired a podcast planner. I hired a podcast management team and I went through a few of them, to be honest. Like I'm on my third one in 2021, not because, you know, it's just as working, the first one has been outstanding. Her name is Valerie, and um, you can find her on social media uh, with Podcast Planner. Um, and, and I'll make sure to add exactly her information in the show notes. But when I started working with her, I started in uh, court late 2020 and um, into early 2021. So we, we, I hired her and the, during that first quarter, she was pre-editing episodes for February on. And I, and I realized that um, I could not afford her service just yet. Um, but thanks to her, she has really taught me uh, what was needed and what um, the investment that came with the podcast planning management, because I used to edit everything, y'all, y'all. I'm sure you've noticed the difference in some of <laughs> some of the audio quality from when I used to edit to now, um, to 2021 at least. Just refer to 2021 and to the latest episode. We, have good, we are as good as the latest episode come out, right? Um, so yeah, so I went through a few. So delegating was something, uh, one of the key takeaway. And I'm sharing this because I think in our business, whether you're a business owner, whether you are in the advertising and marketing world, you have to be a content creator. And I realized that very soon like back in 2015, I started a blog and never was consistent. I realized that I didn't like writing. Now I love writing. Okay. And I'm, I'm planning on writing a, a few things, uh, ebook. I have a book. I'm working on a book right now. And then I'm working on a course that's coming out in February, 2022. Stay tuned for that as well. But now I love writing, but like back in 2015, when as I was still in a junior, um, strategies, a junior programmatic ninja, I just didn't like it. So fast forward, I wish I would have started. I wish, wish I would have been consistent because I, I would have been in a different place. But all things happen for a reason. This is the season where I needed to understand and discover and really look at the different opportunities in front of me. So this is what happened. Um, so back to the key takeaways. Consistency was very important and it really, really resulted in a growth uh, month of a month. Um, delegating and also being purpose-driven. Like I am still on the journey to leave the, to live within my purpose. And I don't do anything just by accident. It is very mindful. And I think that everything that has happened so far has happened for the reason in the right moment in that season, even if I was not ready, or even if I wanted to happen maybe sooner, um, 
I think it happened at the right time. Now that I look back, I was I was not ready. So um, let's let's look at the podcast by the numbers on Lipson. So for those listening, I strongly encourage that you um, that you go ahead and look at how do I do this at our YouTube channel. So there you go, there you go. So this is much 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 better. Um, so what I mean by consistency is that month over month. So right now, this is Lipson, which is the, this is Lipson. It's the media of the podcast media host that I'm using to publish the podcast across all, across different uh, media, right? Across Apple, uh, Spotify, you name it. And so this is the view that they have. In 2022, one of the goals is to update the media host with a little bit deeper and more data-driven um, media host. Like I want to be able to understand like, okay, if I had 96 downloads, does that mean that people listen hundred percent? Is that after maybe 50%, then it counts. Uh, it doesn't count the rest, you know? So unfortunately I don't have that much transparency in terms of what a download is in Libsyn. Well, there's a definition, but again, it doesn't tell me exactly what it is. And so this is being recorded literally a week before it's going to go live. So the week of Christmas, let's say. Um, so I'm going to pull 2021. I mean, we can pull from January 2021, um, but you'll see that there, there was nothing on January in January 2021. So this graph right here, let me make sure I make it a little bit bigger for my for my eyeballs and yours. Um, click to change view. Oh, wow. I, I don't think I've ever seen that. Okay, so... This is downloads per day. Let's do per week. Okay. Oh, crap. It just it went back. Sorry, guys. Let me just do this one more time. There you go. Run. Okay. Now I just pulled uh, monthly downloads, like downloads per month from 2021. And so in January, we launched. Oh, I did have a, a podcast launch in January. I thought I started in February. But January was... Uh, we, was, uh, we started this year. So January, something about, um, it wasn't January 1st. It was the end of January. Um, so we had 189 for the month, but I want you to remember that that one was probably a week or two in January. So it wasn't a full month. So I'm going to start from February, which was a full month, 353 downloads for the month. And then it grew to 782 in March. I have to remember to to let you know that this growth has is 100 attributed to the Valerie, the podcast planner, because she is the one that came in as a strategist. And then around March and April, she realized her worth and her value and she increased her price. At that time, I wasn't ready to to do so. Um, but now I have a, a videographer and an audio editor, and then I have a separate social media manager that also handles the podcast um the podcast stuff. So the podcast management, sorry. So thanks to Valerie, shout out to you. Her information will be in the, in the show notes. And, and so there it is. So we went from March to 782 downloads, but fast forward to July was one of the first time I've ever peaked through the thousand downloads a month. Y'all July was lit and it was <laughs> July. I remember we're all repost. Uh, was it July? Yeah, it was like mid-July to mid-August were all reposts from live that I was doing for a whole week, if you remember correctly. And so those were just repurposed uh, content because then in, in August, I did go on a vacation. And then from August to, from July to August, you, you notice a dip. We went from 700, almost 800 downloads a month to, um, I mean, almost a thousand downloads a month to 789. So almost 800 uh, downloads a month. So there was a decrease. Um, but I think this decrease was because everybody else was on vacation, just like me and nobody wanted, like nobody had a moment to listen to the podcast. No, for real. I, I strongly think that this is it. So in 2022, we'll make sure that in August, we probably increase promotions or, uh, maybe it will be only repurpose, uh, information since the, the downloads will already be dropped. I don't know. I need a strategist to help me with this, this next year, but I think that's why it dropped down because like in September, it automatically went back to 956. And in October, November has been above the 1200 marks. And then right now in December, we're at 500. Um, so 
I'm going to project that five, uh, pro December will probably come uh, close to a thousand downloads or maybe shy of a little bit shy from a thousand downloads a month. And I'm going to attribute that to uh, the holiday because people were busy. You know, it's, it's hard to take 30 minutes to focus on a podcast. And I, I haven't even been very, very mindful of the podcast I've listened to. So when you when you first log into uh, to the so the total downloads, unique downloads are 30, 13,000 downloads. And on average, um, each podcast get about close to like maybe a hundred to two, I'm going to say 200 to 400 downloads a month per episode. I'm going to say, um, no, I'm sorry, a hundred to 200 per unique episodes. But the crazy thing is that like, for instance, 55 item Heimlich uh, episode that was recorded in October is still getting uh, some downloads up to two months later. So it was 148 and then 40 and 19. And this continues up to six months. Sometime I will get to, um, I wonder if I can go to the second page and show y'all my theory here. Okay, because it's all about transparency. So some of this, so this was early. Okay, so this one was released. So the tips on keeping teams engaged while remote with Brian Dolan uh, from Work Reduce was recorded late September and all the way until December, he's still getting some some uh, listens. Uh, even though it's lower, it's still some listens. So that's why for sponsorship that are potential sponsorship listening, I just wanna highlight that this is a longevity. It's for longevity. It's beyond the, the, the podcast month, like literally up to three to four months after, oops, excuse me. And even over here, uh, streaming video content with Gabriel. That was back in August. Again, those were all back in August. Solomar, Tyler Bryant was uh, back in like late August, early December. Oh, wait, this one has been canceled. It was an accident. Sorry. Uh, see, the 49 is over here. So 33 to 20. But anyway, so um, the podcast has been doing really, really well. These numbers continuously uh, continues to increase. Um, and then across the world, we are doing pretty well. I'm going to move into the media, uh, the podcast kit that made a podcast kit. See? Boom. So for you listening, total number, like looking at the podcast by the stats um, are basically 200 to 300 per episode downloads, um, not per week, per episode downloads. And the downloads can continue up to four months. We had, oh my gosh, it says right here that we had a total downloads of 10,000. I must have literally done this, what? a month ago and we're already at a total downloads of 13,000. Um, and then I add um, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn numbers as well, because if you're sponsoring the podcast, you all automatically gain uh, visibility on my following. So I'm not only selling the podcast sponsorship, I'm selling my digital real estate access to my digital real estate. I have 17,000 17, followers on Instagram growing. Actually, we're close to 19 now. So close to 2000 followers. Um, Twitter, uh, close to 633. And LinkedIn followers are 3500. But that's uh, the 500 mix from the LinkedIn profile, like the podcast profile on LinkedIn, and my profile. So I am I am uh, I have close to like 3000 followers. And my engagement post, I think, gets between 700 to four or 5,000 uh, post views on my post on LinkedIn. So you'll be able to gain visibility from like a weekly post, depending on what you pay for, right? <laughs> but like the, the standard package is like a weekly sponsored post on the, the, the Instagram, I mean, on Instagram, on my Twitter via my LinkedIn profile. And then, of course, maybe, I don't know, 30 to, to two minutes ad, uh, like an, an ad in the middle of the podcast or at the beginning of the podcast, depending. So that's like the standard podcast. And most of our listeners, um, you can't really see the numbers even on Insta, uh, on the YouTube uh, sharing here. So for my fellow audio listeners, thank you so much. Like household income, uh, most of them are $250,000 or more from a household income. And, um, you know, our lowest household incomes was like 40 to 50 K. So, um, 
it's pretty spread out ethnicity wise. Uh, the majority of our listeners are, I'm going to say, Western European, so white probably, and then come Southeast Asians, and then Mediterranean, and then African American are the lower percentage. So my goal is to increase um, the diversity of my listeners. And then this this source here is not from Libsyn. It is the audience source is from Chartable.com. So one of the goals and one of the strategies we're going to focus on next year is to focus on like increasing our diverse uh, listeners. Like I, I'm black, I'm from West Africa. Like there's, I should be reaching out and providing contents that is going to be relevant for them. So I'm going to be highlighting a little bit more of diversity on the podcast again, and then including even um, from a guest guest uh, perspective. And of course, age 25 to 34 seems to be uh, a number here that is very, um, that is very popular. And then the second uh, popular age group is 55 to 64, (laughs) y'all. So shout out to you all uh, for listening. Thank you. Thank you so much for (laughs) for listening to the podcast. And um, our listeners in the world, of course, 53% or 54 now, percent of my listeners are in the US and then another 13% from the UK, um, Northern Ireland. And then we have like 5% from Poland and another one from Canada and then Spain. And then anywhere from Australia, France, Germany, India, Russia, Slovenia, Singapore, um, and Philippines and Sweden. So all of those are lower numbers though. Um, but I thought it was really, really cool. Um, so what are people saying about the podcast? This is the last three uh reviews that I pulled from apples and this is a uh, for my for my my listeners here I'm just showing the media kit um, because I went through some research recently and I put it on the kit and so I'm just it's like I pre- I'm presenting you the final report <laughs> so some of the some of the podcast reviews are actually really cool it warms my heart like I've enjoyed a couple shows recently and especially appreciate the show on Cookie-less future the question we're mindful of what the future holds for all parts of the martech and attic ecosystem which elicitates better answers looking forward to future episode and this is from t rose nos via apple Podcasts, and that was um oh that was from may that was one of oh i think that's this was one of the very first um reviews i received now maybe not the very first but maybe I can't remember. Um, I randomly selected some of them. You're right. So at first I wanted to see the last three and then I randomly selected some from from each year. Um, What was I saying? So yeah, so uh, take a a listen to to some of the the podcast uh, stuff that we were talking about. And it comes to bring me to the last thing I wanted to talk about about the podcast is the fact that um, we are committing I am committing as a host of the Programmatic Digest podcast, I'm committing to donating 10% of all sponsorship to a different nonprofit each quarter. This quarter, the Q1 2021 is going to Plaza Volunteer Rescue Squad in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Whoa, whoa. Um, the way I came across this, this nonprofit is that um, EMS, like emergency, uh, is it emergency medicine services? I can't stand, I can't remember what. Um, the M stand for, uh, but those are the people that come through in the ambulance when you call 911. They're one of the first people out there for you. Um, and so they're 100% volunteers, and volunteers help the Virginia Beach City save over 500, uh, five millions of dollars a year, I think. And correct me if I'm wrong, but it's the five number. I don't know if it's billion or million which is a big difference. I know I should have remembered that, but they, they basically are saving the city Boku Boku money because of the volunteering system and they get trained for free. They volunteer their hours. So um, we're going to donate 10% of all sponsorship every month uh, for the first quarter. And then the second quarter will move on to a different cause or different nonprofit. Um, but you have two QR code right now showing on the, on the screen, one is to learn more and it goes straight to their Facebook page. They're very active on Facebook. I strongly recommend you you spend some time on there. And the second one goes straight to their PayPal to donate. Like I said, they're a thousand percent volunteers and they all get trained. And so it helps the city. So shout out to you. And of course, you're listening from probably another city, Texas and Florida. And you're saying, well, we have this too. So 
um, I strongly recommend that you do the same. Maybe you reach out to the rescue squad in your city or the volunteers in your city uh, just to help them a little bit. But this is the year of the theme for the podcast in 2022 is impact and growth. We're going to grow together. We're going to make impact. We're going to have impact. We're going to create impact and we're going to serve y'all. We are going to serve. We're going to go be above and beyond because we are bigger than ourselves. And sometimes you just have to, you just got to get out there. You got to help people, you know, help others. So, um, so this is part of, uh, what I wanted to show you. And then also I see that, I have like my LinkedIn open over here. Um, oh, this is my personal LinkedIn profile. How do I, uh, so 773 profile viewers in past 90 days. Um, so what, maybe every 250 to 300 viewers on my profile um, from a monthly perspective. So that's pretty significant. So like I said, if you're a sponsor, that is the type of visibility you may reach. Uh, let me see all profile viewers. Okay. So I don't remember, not sure what these are actually LinkedIn profile anyway. Okay. So, and then the next thing I wanted to show you was, uh, oh, this is the actual, the programmatic digest podcast LinkedIn profile. Um, uh, most people are 42 percent of people that interact, right. Or visit the page rather. So this is visitors. So visit the page are in a marketing role, like top, like job function is marketing. And then 21% is business development. And then another 10% is PM, like project management. And, and another 10% is sales. And then if I, and it goes down to, to different like community and social service, finance, human resources, information technology at a lower scale. Oh, this is one visitor. Okay, gotcha. So um, this is pretty, pretty cool to understand who is interested. And this is in the last two weeks, actually. Let me pull for the last 12 months. Sorry about that. Okay. So the last 12 months, marketing and business development are like almost rivaled. So 28% of the visitors of the profile page, or I guess to any views, right? If you're, if you're visiting the page, you're more or less, more likely have come across uh, content and you've clicked through the content. I would imagine that's the, the consumer journey there. So 28% of those people are, um, have a marketing job function. And the other one is business development, which is perfect because those are the targeted market. Um, anyone in media and communication is another 8% and then it's fizzle down to sales, IT, operation, et cetera, et cetera. So this is great data. Uh, and as you can see, like the year over year, the growth, like you, we, we went from, what was that calculated? So based on the lips and growth, we went, uh, we've recorded an increase in yearly downloads of over 250%. Girl, right? And we continue to record a monthly increase ranging between 20% to 40% month over month. So no matter what, we go up and down, we see up and down. And so, like I said, even though, what was it? September, October, November, we had strong downloads, like a, a thousand and above, if I remember correctly. Um, December, we might be below a, a thousand, but it will be really close to it, real, you know, coming really shy to it. Um, but that's okay. That's how it goes. Ebb and flows. Um, and then there's a lot of things that comes into place. Not so much the 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 guests or the content. Could It could be the content. If there is a drastic drop, I, I believe it would be related to content and maybe how the promotion happened that month. But I think it's like all seasonality. Like I said, in August, most people just <laughs> were on vacation. You know, why would you listen to a work podcast on vacation? I feel you. I didn't listen to my own podcast on, in August. Well, for at least the two first weeks, okay? So, um, so yeah, so this is part of the things I wanted to really go over and show you that we have so much exciting things to come uh, in the next in the next year, right? I launched the podcast for selfish reason, and I'll end in a few minutes uh, just to be respect respectful of your time. So we're coming to an end here, but um, so since I like to ask uh, those the few questions. Uh, to my guests, I'm going to ask it to myself and I'm going to tell you, you know, uh, um, some of the questions that I like to ask is um, what are three fun facts about the guests? So I'm going to tell you for three fun facts about myself. Um, the first first fun fact will be that I am. Um, dang, now I understand why I guess I'm thinking about it. I thought I was prepared. <laughs> the first fun fact is that I understand four languages. Um, I speak two very well, and I know how to write two of them very well, which is French and English. 
I believe I know, not, not I believe, I know I write French and English very well and I understand them and I can communicate back. The other two, I don't know how to write them. One of them is my native, uh, another native language, which is uh, native to Cape Verde, which is where my origins are from. Cape Verde Island in West Africa. We were colonized by Portugal. So that's why we speak like a Portuguese Creole. It's like a, a mixed Portuguese and African uh, descent language, I would say. So I understand that maybe up to 60, 70%. I don't practice it every day. I should though, I, I will. And the, the last one I want to mention is Wolof, which is very, very native to Senegal. Senegal has a few of other dialects, like native dialect um, in the country. Wolof is like, I would say maybe Wolof is the most spoken. Um, and then there's a few others, but I think Wolof is, is well spoken across uh, the, the nation. So I, I don't know how to write it. Wolof is actually a mix of, I would say, African descent language in Arabic. So we have similar terms as the Arabic language. So for instance, we say Salam Alaikum, we say, we say, um, we say inshallah, we say alhamdulillah, which is very, very um, Arabic slash uh, Muslim um, influence. Like I think 90% of the country is Muslim. That's why we love our Muslim brothers and sisters and we, we, we live harmoniously very well. Um, so that's the first fun fact about myself. Actually, I'll only say one fact, fun fact since we're coming at the time. The other things I uh, like to, I'm going to start talking about is, um, and this is just like uh, to let you know what to come up front. Like we're going to start, we're going to continue working with the Women in Programmatic Network. So once a quarter, we'll have a live panel. Once a quarter, we'll also have live panels like I did in um, November. So check out the November's panels on YouTube and on all podcast, major podcast platform. And let me know your feedback. You know, uh, was it fun? Was it easy to go back and forth between panelists, especially from an audio perspective, right? Because you don't get to see when we come in and out to a special guest. And then the Women in the Programmatic Network is a programmatic network I came across. I'm big on communities. I know you know that. And they are so amazing. So uh, reach out to them if you, have, if you need any information or reach out to me and I'll put you in contact with whoever. And lastly, um, I'm thinking about doing a first in-person event in fall starts in October. So in fall 2022, it will be in Raleigh, North Carolina, where we are headquartered. <laughs> So it's not going to be in um, in New York or California, y'all. Y'all going to have to come to us. Um, so stay tuned on that. I think you're going to be very satisfied with what I have in, in the in the planning there. And um, we're going to speak into existence. It's going to be a day or two type of thing. It's going to be fun. Um, it's going to be very podcast related. Of course, we'll have live panels. Um, so, so I, oh man, I'm excited about that. Uh, I'm still in planning more and I still have to figure out the mission for doing so, bringing the podcast together and, um, yeah. And uh, just so you know, traveling to Raleigh, North Carolina is much more affordable, cost efficient and cost, uh, and time efficient to compare to like a New York or, or, or California or Miami, not, sh not throwing shades y'all. I'm just staying a fact, so it's, it's factual. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so thank you so much for tuning in and, um, I hope this was helpful. I had a lot of fun letting you know about 2021. It's been, it's been quite a year of, like I said, discoveries, discovering what I really want to do, how to be truly authentic to myself. I'm still going through the journey because I tend to revert back to code switching sometimes. I know some of you can tell. Um, the part that, like for certain interview, I've reached, like some people reached out to me saying, Hey, you okay? And I was like, Oh my gosh, I don't know you. And you're really concerned about my well being. Thank you so much for being a support. So that just goes to show that you can do that anytime you want. You can reach out to me. You can find me on Instagram. I'm very active on Instagram. Um, and on LinkedIn, I would say those two. And TikTok is coming to you soon as well. So shout out to, to TikTok. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so yeah, so key takeaways, consistency, delegating, and purpose-driven uh, for 2021. Some of the challenges, branding, internal processes, and follow-up on internal processes. And then, of course, we looked at the podcast uh, by the numbers. Uh, we are currently averaging, the last quarter average 1,100 downloads a month from an average perspective. And we're projected to start um, averaging 15 to 1,700 
downloads in Q1 of 2022 because of everything that we're going to push for. And then lastly, if, um, you know, just, just be yourself, be authentic. Happy New Year. Use this next year not just to, you know, every day go into 2022 as if every day is January 1st. Why? Because when it's January 1st, you're like new me, new you, new new shirts, new car, who this, new year. Like, no. If you go in um, with the mindset that every day next year is January 1st, you're going to feel motivated. You're going to be staying dedicated. And I'm a big believer in affirmation and mindset building. So make sure you write down that goal so that by mid-year next year, you can look at it and be like, oh, I'm very far from it. Or no, actually, I, I tripled my goal. I can have another more challenging goal. So write down a few goals. You ain't got to do, do it all. If you want to do it all, that's fun. I like, I like doing vision boards. But if you want to do it all, do it all or don't. But make sure you write down three or four personal goals and three or four uh, professional goals and make sure you write down two or four community goals. What are you going to do for that community of yours? Whether it's church, whether it's just the programmatic meetup or whether it's um, your neighborhood, whether it's just um, you volunteer once a month. Like, What are you going to do to pay back your community with your time, with maybe money if you want to, with your skill set even. I know that you can even teach your skill set for free. And I encourage you to become a content creator, y'all. You gotta be a content creator. That's that's the way to go. That's the way to go. You can I can attest for it. You've seen the growth. Go back and listen to episode one, two, three, four, five. Yes. Shout out to those guests because they were they were ride or die for doing this knowing that i was just starting like you'll see the difference in even like my energy to like the latest episode that just came out which was ali manning last week uh before christmas which oh my gosh it's such a setting the bar really high ali was outstanding so so go live your best life thank you for joining us um I'll end with the programmatic meetup. We're always looking for more. The goal is to grow from three. We have a solid three members. And in the spirit of being transparent, I'm sharing with you. I'm not afraid. Yes, uh, am I, I was, I was hoping to get to at least 10 by the end of 2021, but I missed the goal. And that's okay. It's okay to realize that I missed the goal. Now I'm back to assess how, why did I miss the goal? Because this is great. This is a great mission. This this vision is amazing. Like I'm bringing people together to be totally themselves. It could have been the pricing point. So I reduced to $75 for a holiday uh, increase. And people have looked at the website a little bit more. They've gone all the way to the, the pay, the payment page, but hasn't gone through. So again, there could be a lot of things. Another thing was promotion. I did not talk enough about programmatic meetup. So you're going to hear a lot about it <laughs> in 2022. You're going to hear a lot about it until I meet my goal and beyond the goal. So if the, so let me ask you this question, okay? Let me ask you this question and I'll, and I'll end with this. I promise. I know I've been saying this for a while, child, but I knew this. Do you feel like you have a handle on campaign performance? or deadlines? Are you satisfied with your work-life balance? Are you receiving true and genuine support from your supervisor? Do you feel like you could use a second pair of eyes to maybe go over things with you, either in details or just providing that constructive and encouraging support? If you said three no's and one yes, the community is for you. If you've answered three no's and one yes, the community is for you. Join the programmatic meetup. We're now meeting weekly, not bi-weekly. We're meeting weekly, y'all. You get to have me for an hour every Friday from 12.30 to 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's GMT minus five in winter and GMT minus four in summer, okay? So the community is here for you. Here are a few questions that came up like this past quarter that I can just remember. Um, uh, I actually wrote an article about this particular topic, but it was like, how to look at, um, what to look at when implementing brand safety restrictions. And during this process, during this, uh, this session, we talked about brand safety, particularly like, oh, I have all those pre-bid, 
the pre-bit filters, but viewability metric is still here. And I feel like uh, I'm still showing up on really weird sites. Like how do I look at the data and make sure that I'm actually implementing what I'm learning? Because power is not, I mean, knowledge is not power. Applied knowledge is power, okay? Get it right, get it right. Think about it, applied knowledge is power. You can learn like this all you want, but are you implementing and executing on it? In the meetup, we get to be accountability partners. We get to execute. We get to challenge ourselves to be better. Literally, last call, uh, I was telling them that, oh, I haven't been outside in like two to three days and I actually missed a couple of my workouts. And they literally challenged me like, yo, you need to go take a 30-minute walk. It's 75 degrees. You actually have no excuse. I bet. So I went. I felt so great. And I've been walking since then except uh, the last two days. I have been working out, but the last two days, it's been 30 degrees outside, honey. I'm still from Africa, okay? Like, we can't do this weather out there. It's too much. Uh, okay, so other question that came up. Um, oh, there's been a few questions where somebody was doing a strategy or planning and then a vendor reached out to them. Any type of vendor, whether it's SSP, whether it's um, inventory base, whether it's uh, creative base, any any type of vendor, right? And But for this particular uh, question is like, does anyone work with X vendor and how have you been your experience? How do you use X vendor for your strategy? What are some of the outcome? Did it result in well? Our, you know, things like that. It's still general. We go into enough details so that we can help answer and curate the an intelligent answer to their questions without giving it all, right? Um, and uh, another one was like, how do I understand a consumer journey based on first-party data? And this question was specifically on about how to use like website traffic into a legit remarketing strategy because during those sessions or during that month, we talk about we talked about third-party uh, deprecation and then any third-party like identity solutions. And so part of some of the question was like, yeah, uh, my brand that I'm representing is, you know, is pretty healthy in terms of um, the amount of website traffic that we get on the, 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 the website, but like, how do I utilize this intelligently and, uh, and into our strategy? Because that particular brand that I'm referring to um, is consent, uh, is, is consent driven. So it's not like, you know, it's, 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 it's legit. It's like what we want to do to be doing. Right. Um, and so, and literally that's, that's, that's the type of question we ask, you know, uh, wh what can I do with my brand? And some of the answers were genius. Like, Hey, go ahead and, and diversify period. Like try, try to start implementing different pixels. Or if you're using GTM, start to start, start to uh, set up different audiences. Uh, can you set up a, a form of abandoner for this particular client? It was B2B, uh, uh, B2B campaign, uh, strategy related, sorry. <laughs> oh, I had to spit that one out. And so we just talked about, do you, can you do a form abandoner? Um, is there anything specific that you want to do? There is a find a provider page. There is a, a form submission. There is a contact page. Can you do that? Uh, can you just let it sit? And then a couple months later, can you go ahead and implement your first lookalike modeling? They were using your trade desk, which is an excellent platform. Uh, the trade desk with DB360, I can't remember. Uh, but anyway, so those are the type of questions that comes up on the on the meetup. And the first 30 seconds, I come in with a lesson and with a uh, lesson for the session, like uh, my friend Oye says, um, but particularly based on the theme of the month. And so in January, the theme of the month is probably going to be safety since a lot of question, brand safety, since a lot of questions from the team and the, the community has been like around that particular topic. But in February, we're talking about career growth. I'm going to have, no, I won't have recruiters, but I'm going to have people that have a great career journey to come and talk to the community about like their tips, like this is what you want to do by the end of the year. If you want to be in this, in this stage of your career, you might want to look into implementing these or these are tips to, to grow. You might want to accentuate this training, et cetera, et cetera. So the programmatic meetup y'all it's, it's an, and then it's the bomb.com. Ah, I'm having so much fun with that that team. I mean, I mean, I call them team because they're like team. Like <laughs> we get to talk once a week, and we're having fun, and we're being honest, and we we had some very deep conversation about life sometimes. Okay, so I encourage you to join. If, like I said, if you said any, if you said three no's and one yes to any of the questions that I asked, this is for you. I am giving you your free 
call, I mean, your first call for free. Your first call for free. You heard it here first. Come try it for one time. And if you don't like it, cool. You won't even have to sign up first. You just have to DM me. And then I invite you on the Zoom call. It's very, very, very uh, low-key like that. And then you get to try it. You get to try it for real. Like, this this is great. I'm, I'm very grateful and thankful for the for this opportunity to even be in front of a camera and have a microphone and live in a, in a healthy and, and like in a healthy environment all the way through from physical, mental to spiritual health. I thank you. I want to wish you all the blessings in the world. Like my niece, uh, when one of my little nieces used to say, she used to say, you know, um, maybe baby Jesus, bless you with all of the wishes that you need and want for this season. So I'm Catholic. That's why I'm wishing a Merry Christmas. But if you're not, happy holidays. If you don't celebrate, I happy you. I celebrate you from a human being perspective, not from what you do, but from who you are. I, I want to let you know that you are supported, you're loved, you're appreciated. If you had a tough year in 2021, 2022 will be better. You will be in control of things. And sometimes... It goes beyond our own selves. Sometimes we just need to reach out and ask for help. And that's okay. We don't know it all. Even I've been 10 years in the industry and sometimes they say something in a meetup and I'm like, what? For real? This is what's happening? Wait, hold up. Let me Google. Oh, wow. This is this is for real. This is something happening in our industry right now. And I had no idea because I don't, I don't claim to know it all. I'm learning with you. And as I'm learning, I'm sharing. I got to share. So go share. Go share what you're learning. Uh, Chris Doe said, uh, if you want to learn something, teach it. But also, I think there's a, a quote that says, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. So I I thank you. I love you. Uh, this is it. I'm going to shut up like, like right now because I'm so grateful <laughs> that I can keep talking. Um, but have a happy holiday. 2022 is going to be the bomb.com. In next week's episode, we have Sonia from, uh, let me see where she, uh, what, what company she is from. This is terrible. I just talked to her a few minutes ago. Well, I talked to her last week, brother. Um, but Sonia, yo, Sonia was another beast. Like she, we talked about, um, we talked about SPO supply path optimization, triple lift. Sorry, Sonia from triple lift. Um, this is next week's episode. We talked about SPO and DEI. So the name of the episode is like, what do SPO and DEI have in common? Sonia. Sonia was so amazing. We talked about what Triple F is currently doing and their, their projection for next year, but also I really highlighted, and again, that's what I'm going back to what I was saying earlier in terms of highlighting diversity a little bit more in our guests. Um, Sonia is like, like her leadership and her team like have been have affected over 98% of Triple Lift's revenue and includes representation from LGBTQIA, Black, Asian, and first-generation immigrant communities. So shout out to Sonia. Stay tuned for next week's episode and you have a wonderful and wonderful year. I know this is corny, but see you next year, y'all. <laughs> Bye, everybody.